I never honestly thought about my age because in my mind, I think I'm one of these people who think that they're 30 years old. <laughs> I don't, I didn't think, oh, I'm 55 and starting a business or I think I was 54 when I started it. But it surprises me when I talk to people who say, I'm 40, I'm too old to start a business or whatever age they may be. I I just don't think you're too old ever to follow your passion and do what you want to do. Welcome to Aging in Style with me, Lori Williams. I'm an optimist by nature, and I believe you can follow your dreams at any age. My grandmother's journey with dementia ignited a passion in me to work with seniors. I've spent the past 13 years learning about seniors and aging. In my mid-50s, I followed my own dream and founded my company, where I use my expertise to help seniors locate housing and resources. On this podcast, we cover all aspects of aging. Join us each week to meet senior living experts and inspirational seniors who are following their dreams. The fact is, we're all aging, so why not do it in style? Hi, welcome to the first episode of 2022 of Aging in Style with Lori Williams. I'm so excited that y'all are here and looking forward to a wonderful new year. So to start the new year, we are going to do something different for the podcast. And I have my fabulous podcast producer, Anna Xavier on, and she is going to be interviewing me. So we're just going to kind of switch things up and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So welcome, Anna. Hi, Lori. I'm so excited to finally be (laughs) on the other side. I always listen to your episodes. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's the best. So (laughs) I'm glad that I'm interviewing you to hopefully do justice to what I think of you and help people really understand how awesome you are. Oh, you're so sweet. This is going to be fun. And I always talk about you when I'm interviewing people because Anna has like a blooper reel on me, (laughs) which is (laughs) actually pretty funny because you know, when you're recording a podcast, it doesn't always go perfectly. Sometimes you have a, a mistake or two. And so she's got some pretty good um, bloopers on me. And But I appreciate that she <laughs> she cleans things up for me and makes me sound good. The bloopers are just gold. <laughs> so yeah, really one are. day we'll release those as kind of like the uh, Lori Gate. <laughs> that will be yeah, we'll have to edit some of that. <laughs> Sure, sure. All right. So we're talking about you because a lot of people listen to the podcast and you get awesome messages and feedback about the episodes. And I think that listeners who are either in the 55 plus or are kind of considering like, what do I want to do on my second best part of my life? And I think that you are really someone who is inspirational within the community. And you just are so effortless about it. You're just like always having so much fun. Anyone who follows you on social media is low-key jealous of your life, I would say. (laughs) I mean, who else? Who else is going into just one senior living facility and just dressed as an elf as you did for Christmas and just having a dance-off? Seriously, that's so fun. That was a lot of fun. And you know what? I'm thankful for my network here in my local area. We all are pretty silly and we just enjoy like doing something for seniors to make them smile, but we enjoy dressing up and being silly. So it's, it's really, it's a benefit for us too. Right. (laughs) You know, I mean, how often do you get to dress as an elf and do a dance? I mean, come on. (laughs) Right. And not every day. Cinderella. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So let's start on for someone who hasn't heard all of the episodes of Aging in Style. I think that is important to really tell people that 
your career and in senior living, becoming who you are today was never a part of your life, right? This is a second career. So I would love to hear from you a little bit about that transition and, and how that happened. Sure. And I've mentioned it before that, I mean, there's really no one more surprised than me where I am now, because <laughs> this wasn't like a big plan to have to own a business. And it just it wasn't the plan. Um, my plan was really kind of smaller just to raise my kids. And if you'd asked me when I was 25, I probably would have said, oh, you know, by 60, I'd be retired or whatever. Not that I'm 60 yet. I'm 57. But My passion is senior living. It came to me kind of later. I was in my 40s when I started working in senior living and just absolutely fell in love with it. And I, I love seniors so much. And as things just evolved and this business idea took hold, it wasn't even like I gave it a lot of thought, to be honest with you. It was just like, I need to do this and started the business. And I never honestly thought about my age because in my mind... I think I'm one of these people who think that they're 30 years old. I didn't think, oh, I'm 55 and starting a business, or I think I was 54 when I started it. But it surprises me when I talk to people who say, I'm 40, I'm too old to start a business, or whatever age they may be. I, I just don't think you're too old ever to follow your passion and do what you want to do. Yeah, and, and I feel like that is 100% correct. Anything you do online and offline in the community really shows how passionate and dialed in you are and how much the the business is really your life. You're, you're not separating, oh, I am taking calls, now I stop, and then I go and go home to my family. Or, oh, I'm going to go out and have a book club or be part of a board. You really make senior living a part of your whole life. Yeah. I think when you own a business and you're passionate about it and you're doing you know, what you love to do, it, there really is no distinction between your personal life and your business. It, it becomes, it's a lifestyle. And I would say it is, I mean, people call me or text me even, you know, nine, 10 o'clock at night. And I will respond most of the time. Now, I mean, I will say my family sometimes are like, you know, we need to have some boundaries here. But, <laughs> but, but, you know, I just feel like if someone is calling me, it's, it's not like they're calling because they need to order a widget or whatever. They're calling because they're in a crisis mode. A lot of the times my dad is in in the emergency room, we don't know what we're going to do. You know, they have these these questions and they're in a panic and they've been given my number, you know, as someone who can be a resource and help them. So I I feel like I have to take the call and and talk to them and and make sure that they're okay or text them or whatever it may be. But it also, I mean, just this it's such a passion of mine that For fun, I love going to the senior communities like we did over Christmas. We decorated a Christmas tree in a contest and just to bring some light and joy to the seniors. And they just, I mean, they give me so much. For example, we were decorating this tree and I'm super about bling. And so it's this blingy, shiny tree with all my branding colors with the blues and everything. And there was one lady in the assisted living and she was just watching us and she had a little bit of dementia. And so as we're getting it all done, and it's a very different, very different mm -hmm. tree. And so I said to her, I'm like, what do you think? And she's like, I think it's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, it was so funny. And so I'm like, 
So do you like it? No, I don't like it. I mean, but it was just hysterical. But you know, the other seniors did like it. But but those are just the kind of things. I mean, I just you never know what someone is gonna say. And of course, if they have dementia, who knows? But I think it's just still finding finding joy with it. And and I just I I love I love what I do. And it it really shows. I mean, Facebook is in a way where you live. And I know all of these stories through Facebook because you're great at documenting things. And so I'm like, oh, my God, what is Lori up to today? (laughs) And (laughs) some of the stories that I hear you share are just incredible. For someone who doesn't live in Texas, you probably heard about the freezing February 2021. You had some incredible stories of just community support and just really showcasing how important it is be an individual contributor within your community. You were able to secure a lot of life-saving materials for seniors, right? Would you mind Mm -hmm. sharing the story of how Mark, your husband Mark, got into the car to do something incredible? Absolutely. And, you know, it it was a a crazy time to have the great freeze or snowpocalypse or they have all these names for it now. But Thankfully, we were incredibly blessed that our neighborhood is close to the police station. So apparently we were on the right grid and we never lost power. And I feel honestly, I feel guilty saying that, but we never lost power. And so because of that, though, I was still staying hooked in on Facebook because, you know, everything was still charged. We had Wi-Fi still. And so I was seeing people put out requests for things. And I saw a lady put on like a Facebook group that her mom was in a senior apartment and running out of oxygen. And she was able to secure someone had an oxygen tank, but she herself was, I think, probably in her 70s. And she said, I'm scared. I can't drive to go pick up this oxygen tank and then bring it to my mom. And the mom was like, I think on the third floor, there wasn't the elevators weren't working. So, I tell my husband and my husband, my, my whole family lives senior living with me, to be honest. Right. They've all worked in senior living. They are passionate about seniors as well. My husband gets involved in you know pretty much all my shenanigans dressing. He was dressed as Santa, by the way, when I was an <laughs> elf. So, um, so I told him, I'm like, Mark, this lady, her mom is about to run out of oxygen and they can't find anyone to help. And so he's like, you know, I'll go. He's the type of person he will drive in any kind of weather. I don't, he's from Texas originally, but he will drive in snow, ice, whatever, but he just has no fear. So he went and picked up the oxygen tank and brought it to this lady, went up to, you know, to her apartment, got it up there, got her hooked up and got life saving, you know? And so during that time, I mean, so many requests just were coming in, like people needed generators and, when you have a crisis like that, you really see the beauty in a community. And so to me, it was just so, it was like everyone just jumped in. So someone would say, I can get a generator or I can get blankets. And, you know, people just started contacting us because I was just putting stuff on Facebook on this group. Like we're here, we have power, we're here to help and, you know, we'll drive and get whatever needs to be gotten. And to me, it's the community just jumped in. The Einstein's Bagel sent me a message on Facebook and said, we want to provide bagels and coffee and we'll be open in the morning if you can get there, you know, come. And so I went, I actually went with my husband. He was driving, not me. And it was terrifying. You (laughs) you closed your eyes. 
I did. Oh, um, I actually I videoed a little bit of it and put it on Facebook because I mean, it was just like solid ice, uh, you know, on the road. Yeah, I did go in and help him get the stuff, but I was so afraid that I was going to, I'm the type who would definitely like slip in the ice <laughs> and, you know, fall down. But thankfully I did. I was like doing little baby steps, trying not to fall, but they provided, I mean, all these bagels and coffee and then we brought it to the community and it was, you know, they hadn't had hot coffee in days. So it was just so beautiful how everyone just came in the, the ACE um, supply hardware, they gave gloves and those little sticks that you just crack open to warm your hands. I mean, they just did all these wonderful things for our seniors who had no power. And so that's, that's kind of like the things that I, I love about my business that I have put the business out there and that it is a lifestyle for me and for my whole family. And that when something happens, a crisis like that, that people do contact me and I do have ways to find resources, if that makes sense. But that's, I mean, that's something I, because we are living this to help our seniors. Yeah, I think that's just such a big difference from just any other professionals doing senior placement, right? Like you really know these people, you you eat there with the seniors and kind of hang out. Like it's such a different approach to then just, oh, okay, like you need this, then here it is, the number of a place. That's really, really different. So in terms of really how you run your business and how you're dialed in in the community i think that a lot of people may forget that when you're a business owner you have so much so many more opportunities from being part of a community instead of just stepping back and be like well i'm a business owner life is hard i'm doing this for myself a lot of episodes on the podcast they really came through because you were part already of many organizations in flower mount and you just wanted to share that information with more people yeah, I mean, I think, well, with my business, I mean, obviously it's placement. So we we make money when we place someone, they move to a senior community, which that's great. We're a business, we have to make money so that we can do other things. But there's also so much more to the business where we don't make any money, but it's being a resource to the community. And, you know, being dialed into this community and networking, um, I, I realize most people, most seniors want to stay home totally get that. I am going to be the same way. You know, I want to stay home as long as I can, but you have to know what resources there are available to keep you safe and to know when the time comes that you do need to make a move to a senior community. And I feel like with a lot of the episodes that I've done on the podcast, I'm able to share that information and really just kind of take what is confusing and a lot of terminology that people get very confused about like home care versus home health. I mean, why does it have to sound so similar, you know, and it's very confusing to people or Medicare versus Medicaid. I mean, it's almost like it's designed to confuse people. (laughs) So (laughs) just being able to be that resource in the community and not just Flower Mound, but Dallas, Fort Worth, and even beyond. I mean, a lot of the podcasts that I've done really translate to the entire country because a lot of these different topics are, you know, especially like a home care, home health, that's everywhere in the US, you know, to me to be able to explain it better to people, I feel like it's a, it gives them value. 
Right. And you're empowering them also to be more prepared when the time comes. Just mm -hmm. overall, you're helping the community be prepared. You don't need to do everything now, but just be aware of the options they are out there. It's just so, so mm -hmm. less stressful, I would say. Like to me, I'm not American, but I do have learned so much from working with you and learn, listening to the episodes. I'm from Portugal. I actually did share a lot of information with my family back in Portugal about Alzheimer's disease and a ton of things that most people don't know. I can totally see where this podcast is not just like helping people locally, but really uh, helping educate people in the global scale, which is awesome. Yeah. And that's, that is the goal. I mean, and, and when I started the podcast, I honestly... I thought about it locally, but I think I always had more of like a global thought with it that I wanted to share more information and get it out to people everywhere. And it's, you know, like I was telling you yesterday, I had a call from two ladies in San Francisco who have been listening to the podcast and and loved it, which is just so, it's so cool to me when I get a call from someone from outside my group and they're listening and they're getting value and they're telling me they're obsessed with it. That was their word. But I just, it just made me have a huge smile. And of course, I immediately texted Anna to say, yes. oh my gosh, <laughs> people in San Francisco are listening. I just want the information to get out there to help people. And the podcast is sort of like two part as we've talked, like one is all about educating the seniors, their family members, you know, what options are available, you know, educating them on that. But then the other part is I want to inspire people of all ages to realize that no matter if you're, you know, 80 years old, whatever age you are, you can still follow your passion. You can still have a purpose. Everyone needs a purpose. Even if you have dementia and you're in a memory care unit, I mean, you still have a purpose. And it's, I think that's a very important message to get out there. And, you know, we have talked to on the podcast, some amazing people like Doug, who's 96 and completely reinvented himself in his seventies where he, now he builds computers, which is crazy. I mean, I don't know how to build a computer, but Doug does. Yes. <laughs> he does. He's taken that, you know, <laughs> he learned how to do that and he does it. He doesn't make money on it. He donates all these computers to veterans and to kids. I mean, it's just, it's amazing to me. And we all have, we all have that ability to do it. We just have to, to put ourselves out there a little bit. Yeah. And if you don't know what the possibilities are, you may feel like I'm kind of at this stage where there isn't that much for me to do, or I don't know what my place could be. And with a podcast, you really inspire people to just think a little bit outside the box themselves and be like, okay, are there people doing really other things and, and what that could look like for me? And so that one episode will have all of these, the things that we're mentioning in this episode will be in the show notes. So for anyone wanting to listen to Doug, which is a really great episode, I was raving listening to that. And I know that anyone who's listening is like, oh my God, like, what am I doing with my life? This is what it's at. The, the gentleman is yeah. in his 90s and and still volunteering. Yeah. Didn't he say something like, either you volunteer or die, something like that? Yeah. Oh, I love him because he's so direct. And he's a World War II veteran too. I mean, and how cool is that to talk to a World War II veteran? I mean, that's, that's the other thing. I'm so thankful for the people that I get to meet. And, uh, you know, and this is not lost on my daughter either, which I think is so amazing because in high school, she worked in a senior community and she would say, oh my gosh, mom, I'm 17 at the time and I'm talking to a World War II veteran. I mean, that that's amazing. 
amazing. That's history. And, and you know, she would ask them some good questions and stuff too. So, Doug is, is one great example of someone with just tons of amazing stories and how you can continue to volunteer. And one of the things that he says all the time is, when you retire, you can go home and sit in front of the TV, but if you do that, you're going to die. So, his little motto is volunteer or die, which sounds a little harsh, but I mean, when he says it, <laughs> it makes you want to get up and volunteer. I mean, don't sit in front of your TV and do nothing with your life just because you're retired now. I, I mean, I think he is such an inspiration. That always has stuck with me that he says that. I've heard him say that to many people as well. <laughs> Another episode, the Meals on Wheels one, the, they talked about a lady who volunteered, I believe her husband passed away, and she became a volunteer delivering meals because it brought so much to her life. And I want to say she was in her 70s. And then they also talked about a couple that I believe that delivered meals up into their 90s. And so, I mean, if you're still able, I, I just, to me, that is just a beautiful thing. So, if you're still able, maybe you're in your 80s or your 90s, but you're still able to go out. Maybe you're delivering meals to someone who has health issues in their 60s, but you're still volunteering. You're being a part of the society. You're doing something to help someone else and having a purpose. I just think that's amazing. I just wonder if some people just don't think about that. They think, oh, I'm 85. There's nothing I can do, but there is. There's so many opportunities out there for volunteering or I mean, if you want to start a business, start a business too. There's just so much. You don't need to be limited by age. All right. So I think that's a perfect segue for us to talk a little bit about something that I'm going to surprise Lori right now because we didn't talk about this. But what are the kind of like the three things that you want people to try in 2022? The three things I want them to try. Okay. One, find a way to volunteer. Volunteer doing something, whether it's in your child's school, whether it's at church, whether it's Meals on Wheels, just do something. And it could be a one-time thing, or it could be something that you know you do on a regular basis. But that's one thing I think people should do. Second, and I speak for myself here, exercise more <laughs> and get moving because it's so important. And every day when I talk to seniors, those who don't move on a regular basis, you know, it's the whole use it or lose it. I want to be able to be healthy and able to move and be active as I get older. And the risk of falls begin at, I believe it's age 65, they start increasing. And, you know, we can prevent that by building a stronger core and by exercising and having a healthier bodies, whether that's walking more, whether it's doing weights or doing Tai Chi or yoga, but do something, get yourself moving. Whether you do it at home, you can, you can exercise at home. And I'm speaking to myself here too. So, just know I'm giving myself this lecture. So, get moving would be my second thing. And then third, what is my third thing? Okay. The third thing I think is very important. And again, this is because of, you know, every day speaking with seniors, no matter where you are in your life, whether you're, you know, in your 20s, your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, I think financially getting yourself in good shape <laughs> because calls come in every day where someone has maybe $600 a month or they are 85 years old and still have a mortgage on their house. And, you know, these are the kind of things that are very concerning because there's not 
a lot we can do to help people if they don't have resources. And I mean, I get it. If you're already 80, it's kind of hard to start saving right now. And, and I say this to my kids all the time. Do not go into debt and save your money and save for retirement. And if you can afford to get a long-term care policy, get one. So that's kind of what I think in this year, in the 2022, let's work on volunteering, work on exercise and health and our financial health as well. I love that. I thought for a second that you were going to say, find something that you're passionate about. But I think that getting your finance in, in line it sounds way better, to be honest. Yeah, well, and I mean, I do think, well, volunteering, I think you could add finding a passion or purpose through that. You know, it could be something different from everyone. I have neighbors who are really involved in, um, you know, dog rescue, and they're super passionate about that. I have, you know, other people who are do things for, for kids. There's so many different things you can do out there, so many opportunities to volunteer. And I personally feel like when you're giving back to others, it just makes you feel better. I mean, it, it just does. All right. So, Lori, we're pretty much at the end of this interview. Um, about something else, people were like, why doesn't Lori have an episode up in the beginning of the year? Well, that's because we had to delay this episode because you caught something, didn't you? I did. I had COVID. Ugh. Yeah. So, kind of delayed things. We had lots of great plans and this episode planned, but I could not record it because I was pretty much coughing nonstop. And yeah. So unfortunately, you know, like most of the country right now, um, my whole family got COVID, which was, you know, not good. We are all vaccinated and, um, you know, still got it. I'm still glad that we're vaccinated, not to open a can of worms there, but I feel like it helped us from getting worse. So it was more like a, like a bad cold kind of flu-like symptom. So I'm thankful that we've all, all recovered. I mean, it's held on for a while, so still a little bit, not the same energy I normally have and a little bit of brain fog, <laughs> which has gotten better. Oh my gosh. But you know, I'm just I'm thankful that we're all well now and um, praying for everyone else out there and praying that this hopefully we will be at the end of this whole COVID thing soon because I think we're all pretty burned out and tired of it, right? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I'm um, yeah. So okay, so to finish this episode. What do you have upcoming this year that you want to share with people listening right now? So, well, I always have big plans. I'm not going to give too much of it away. I am super excited that this week I will be making my vision board, which also got delayed because of stupid COVID. But if you don't make a vision board, by the way, I think, I think everyone needs to make a vision board. And it's very simple. You just, you know, for your year, what you want to accomplish and what your goals are. And you just cut out pictures from a magazine. You can make it very easy. It doesn't have to be super pretty or anything, but I'll be making mine this week. And mine is going to be pretty because it has to sparkle because that is who I am. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I chose, I, I like to choose a word every year. And my word for this year for 2022 is growth. And it's growth in so many ways, growth in my business, growth in myself personally, growth spiritually, just growth all around. I want people to know, to spread more of the word about my business and how we can help people. Our, my team is growing. So there's growth again. I have four people on the team now that help me, which is wonderful because you know when you start putting out a lot of content and getting a lot of 
people knowing your name, you start getting a lot of calls and it's it's hard to to talk to everyone. So I have a great team in place, but we're looking at more growth with the team for 2022 and growth with the podcast, with the broader reach. We want to reach, you know, throughout the country and more topics and um, and just overall growth. I love it. Well, I think that's the perfect way to end the podcast. Lori, thank you so much for just being the kind of shiny star that you are in your community and just leading the way in such an inspirational way and creating all of these amazing resources for folks out there. Oh, thank you, Anna. And thank you for all your help. And, and Anna gives me the push that I need to really go outside my comfort zone to do this podcast and to sometimes tackle topics that, because sometimes when you're too close to a subject, you don't see it, but Anna will say, what about we talk about this? And I'm like, that's a great idea. I didn't even think about it. So I appreciate all that you do to help me and make this podcast what it is and make me sound good and um, take all the bloopers out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'll always be there for you. Thanks, Lori. (laughs) Thank you. So thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast, a little twist on the normal podcast, but definitely visit the website for all of our different podcast episodes. We talked about a lot of different different ones that we've covered over the past year, and you can find them all on my website, lauriewilliams-seniorservices.com. And please continue to share the website, share the podcast and the website. And thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.